If you like what we do and you wanna throw us a few, go out to patreon.com slash y'all heard. Yeah, that's patreon.com slash y'all heard. This is Y'all, y'all heard. heard. A podcast for me, Marissa Pil- Phillips. I did again. it again. Oh, my. Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. <laughs> not related. <laughs> Thank God, am I right? <laughs> Just kidding. But our real last name is Phillips, and this yeah. is a podcast where we get together and try to, like, pull on the ribbon and then unwrap the present of knowledge oh um, but and then and then we take it and we go wow this is really nice and then we put it in another box and wrap that and put another ribbon on it and then we give it to you I wish you could see the face I've been making uh, <laughs> by the way he means we virtually get together and two if you're a person who actually puts ribbons on your Christmas presents you wild, dude. Like, wild. <laughs> oh, in other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. P, what are you drinking? Uh, so, Marissa, I'm having a celebratory drink right now. Why so are you celebrating? This is something I'm not supposed to share with other people, I'm sure. But my toilet has been clogged for the last three days. <laughs> <laughs> and it has finally broken free. Oh, celebration. Here's no, the thing, though. Like- and I've been saying it to everybody that I've been talking to, which is really only two people. But I'm like, if I took a big shit, I would be like, okay, I deserve this. But I didn't. <laughs> you took a small shit? Did you I don't know. Get- I don't know what it is. And so, um, but I will say that like all of my water is usually um, leaves a brown ring, and there's a lot of like corrosion and stuff like that. So I think my building just inherently has hard water, and maybe it built up or something. But did they fix it or did you fix it? I fixed it. I don't like calling people. I had a call maintenance once. There was duty in my toilet. That was pretty much where I was going. I was like, I don't really want to. <laughs> and the weird thing is that for two days, it would go down very, very, very slowly. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, I thought there was more to that. Okay. Nope, sorry. broke through. Broke through to the other <laughs> side. Everything's great. Everything's wonderful. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to mention. At the top of the cl- the show, though. Yeah, how is... Tell us. How was your week or share anything? Um, I don't know if you saw this, but the New York Times posted something yesterday. I didn't see anything. Tell me, please. I gotta find why it showed up in my... Um, why it showed up in my suggested news because of, you know, the algorithm with the capital A. Um, Does that have anything to do with alien disclosures? No. Okay, continue. It says squirrel tables are the new bird feeders. And it's the New York Times, of course. And they have little picnic tables. No. And little chipmunks and squirrels come and eat at them. And it says that these tables are selling on eBay. Oh, no, I'm sorry, on Etsy for 20 to $85. Stupid, because chipmunks will eat anything off of anything. So I mm-hmm. guess it's an aesthetic thing for you. Clearly, I'm talking to you, whoever would buy one of these. Clearly, you have not witnessed aggressive 
squirrels as I have. What? Like an infestation. Yeah. Or not even. Okay, so I used to live in an apartment. I didn't even have a yard. But there was a squirrel that was always near my front door. It wasn't. It was just one squirrel. But he was such a little angry bitch and so fucking bold that he wouldn't move when I would be there. Like, he would stand his ground. And I find squirrels fucking terrifying. They have those little, like, little hands that, like, could claw at you. And they just walk so fucking, ugh. Squirrels are so fucking gross. Ugh. I hate squirrels. The trend seems to have started in March when Rich Kalinowski, an unemployed plumber in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, posted a series of photos of a squirrel feeder in the Facebook group All About Squirrels. In of one course, widely shared picture, a squirrel sits on the table attached to a fence and grasps peanuts with his little hands. <laughs> okay. I am going to say if he literally sits at the table, I kind of like that. <laughs> Especially if he finds a way to cross his legs. Maybe sitting at the table with his legs are crossed underneath, then I support it. That's Enticing wildlife to the backyard with tiny furniture and elaborate meals has consoled some Americans in quarantine. <laughs> God, I mean, I can't judge. I'm. I know, I know. I'm doing my own weird shit, but <laughs> not that. How many great things have you made out of? Uh, what are you making? Messing with? <laughs> Roots. I'm messing with herbs, oils, herbs. and butters. I made my own makeup. I made my own face cleanser. I made my own serum. I made my own cocktail bitters. I made my own infused vinegar. If you'd like uh, to get any of these things. Oil. What'd you say? It's riskvandal.etsy.com. I wish. <laughs> no, I don't know how to preserve things, so I don't want to sell anything to anyone that I wouldn't know when it goes bad. So I'm giving some stuff for Christmas presents, but like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sell anything. Um, well, you should ask the people that you're giving them to let me know when this goes bad. Yeah, I know. So I can build a timetable for my new store. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't feel like doing that. Um, I know you're into business with your brother. You can get all the red bubble and move it over to Etsy. Oh, my brother! The he'll Phillips, he'll be like, "Let's go to business," and then Phillips I'll start family. and then be like, "Bye," and then leave. <laughs> Just like he did with us on this podcast, Carlos. Yeah, my brother is the one who told us to start this podcast, and he said he would listen. And then one day he's like, "I don't listen anymore." Uh, he does listen to other podcasts, though. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. There's only three sentences I have. This isn't my topic. I just needed you all to know this. Uh-huh. So there's this uh, Japanese website. It's like Grapey, G-R-A-P-E-E, um, that I look at almost every day. And I look at their food news because they talk about really cool food and restaurants in Japan. <laughs> and they were promoting this restaurant that was going to have these, like, waffles on a stick like covered with chocolate so like little you know like to go waffle desserts and i was like that's cool so i went to read more about the article and then i saw the name of the restaurant and it bothered me and before i even like discuss what kind of restaurant it is i'm just gonna read you the name of the restaurant and tell me if i'm overthinking this or if it bothers you (laughs) remember this is a restaurant in japan Waffle chicken homies. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> yeah, okay, just making sure. Yeah, so uh, Waffle Chicken Homies is a specialist shop for waffles and chicken and maple syrup. And I was like, okay. And then it says, start with American soul food and finish with waffle desserts, too. So, yeah, that's racist. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a soulful 
soul food restaurant in Japan called Waffle Chicken Homies. Okay. I just wanted you all to know that that exists. Okay. Well, um, we didn't really get a phone call about this, but I'm trying to get my girlfriend to do a y'all heard what Heather has to say <laughs> segment, <laughs> segment for the show because it seems like she has something interesting to bring to the table for every episode that we've talked about. Uh, and, and I'm late to tell you this one. I should have told you last week, but um, the Tin Fish episode, of course, resoundingly was gross just because we all had to imagine tinned fish the whole time but Mm -hmm. she said she doesn't eat tinned fish or any fish and do you know why because of mercury poisoning because the amount of fish that is inspected in the united states of america is less than two percent why is there a reason for that (laughs) don't know that is bizarre. And 99.9% of foreign fish goes without testing. Um, That's bizarre. When it's imported into the United States. Where, um, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not challenging her, but like, where does she get that information from? Like an article or like? Uh, she knew this, okay. but then she quickly, yeah, brought up several Google art or several articles to, uh, back her, her claim. Oh yeah, I believe that. I was just like, whoa, where yeah. did she learn that? That is gross. So no. uh, she she has some allergies to to shellfish, and so I think mm-hmm. just in general, you know, preparation. No, that's not the right word. Precaution, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my cousin has an allergy to shellfish, but instead of not eating it, she just eats a little bit, so she's only a little itchy. To mm-hmm. which I was like, "That's fucking insane." To which I then realized how. After I knew I had a sensitivity to sugar, yeah. the one day all my Halloween candy in one day until my tongue swelled. And my tongue does still swell sometimes. And I go, eh, it'll get better. And I still eat a little bit more of whatever I'm eating. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my tongue swells with fake sugar, too, if I eat too much. Uh, that don't stop me, bitches. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, thank you, Heather, for... For caring about our show and <laughs> existence. Um, okay. Oh, I also wanted to tell you. So, I'm quarantining from my boyfriend right now. And he just called me out of the Mar- blue. Mar- is emotionally quarantining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, he called me and he's like, uh, did you buy me this hoverboard? And I was like, what? First of all, can you hear the music outside of my house? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit, let's wait till this passes. Were you like, what, hoverboard? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was like, what the fuck? Because um, if I said what, hoverboard, I feel like he would have like given it back to the mail guy. <laughs> oh, because yeah, the point. mail guy was so invested, and the mail guy was like, whoa, you got one of these hoverboards? And my boyfriend was like, what? No. And then I was like... Yeah, you got a hoverboard. And then my boyfriend was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> then he called me, and then he just started laughing. And he was like, wow. And I was like, you know, it has Bluetooth. It's like the one you saw on the street. And I was like, that's stupid, but you loved it. And then he laughed again. <laughs> and then he just kept going like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my boyfriend's not very, like, he, he he's not like someone to our be like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. But I could knew by his many wows and laughing that he liked it, but he was very shocked. So I will just say I think it was a I think it was a good purchase. He hasn't opened it yet, 
am very excited to see how doofy a human adult looks like on that hoverboard. So sometime after Christmas, I'll, uh, I'll report back. Um, I know you're not listening, Aaron, but if you are, you might want to practice. Open it up and practice on it before Marissa comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like if you do it poorly, it'd look real dumb. Um... of Christmas, my icebreaker is describe to me your perfect Christmas. Like, like make up your perfect Christmas if it wasn't COVID. With, like, reality established, not like my perfect Christmas is to go to another universe and party with Santa in the clouds. Like, like, like a real one. Marissa, sometimes I I just don't know how you read my mind over Skype. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is this too hard? I, I don't. I don't think it's too hard. This is. This is a good one. It's. It's a little much though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It, it'd be cool. So, my mom always has this thing about. How she wishes she had a like whenever she watches a Hallmark movie, she always is like, "Oh my gosh, they have such a great like this family and everybody gets together at the holidays and stuff." And uh, we keep telling her that it's not real, but um, <laughs> every year she falls for it again. And so, um, like that's that's kind of in my head. And since since my girlfriend has multiple people in her family, that might be like a way to sort of trick mom into waking, like to having a a big family. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and wake up for Christmas, and then there would be breakfast, and everybody would be liking whatever they have, even though everybody doesn't like the same thing. And then, like, a little bit later. It'd be like, oh man, everything went really well. I'm gonna go outside because in this universe, even though it's you said it's supposed to be real, in this universe I have a newspaper. So I go outside and I go to get the newspaper, and then Marissa's outside and she goes to get her newspaper because she lives next door, and she goes, "Merry Christmas, Pete," and I go, "Merry Christmas, Marissa," and then we <laughs> both go inside. <laughs> I like this. I like this. <laughs> well, yeah, that works. I, I just mean it needs to be rooted in reality, not like you couldn't push the boundaries a bit. Like I say, you just couldn't go to another realm. I like that. Okay. And maybe Lisa would live across the street. I don't know why. When you said Lisa, I computed it as your ex-girlfriend. No. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she lives across the street. <laughs> that would be wild. No, that would be great. That'd you be know, good. because the yin and the yang, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It would make you... Never mind, I was going to say that. Okay. Um, okay, mine... I didn't have an answer when I asked this, but... Um, so, again, this isn't, like, my immediate reality, but... So, my dad was born in Puerto Rico, and he tells me about this, and it just sounds so damn fun. And I've seen it in a movie, too. I think it's called La Paranda, and it's this thing on Christmas where, like, everyone in your, like, did you neighborhood... Mean, did you mean Kung Fu Panda? You shut up! <laughs> no! Paranda or something. 
where everyone in the neighborhood kind of gets together. Though there is a question that I will say at the end of this. Everyone in the neighborhood kind of gets together and like sings carols and Christmas music in the streets. And while they go and sing at each house, the person in the house will invite you in and give you food and booze and snacks. So it's like a traveling neighborhood party. That that also showed up in my research from last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Doesn't this sound so fun? Yeah. So I would want to do that with my extended family, my boyfriend and my immediate family. I think that'd be so fun. My only question is, how is the decision made for who gets to do the caroling and who gets to stay inside and cook for strangers? The old people get to stay inside. What? Old people stay inside. I guess so, but I'm just like, I don't know, it just seems unfair. (laughs) <laughs> some people but yeah I, I wish I wish I could do that I well, maybe everybody's inside and then each house you go to you just bring them with you actually that might be true and so you the just person at the leave blend, the stove on <laughs> I don't I don't know but yeah I, I think it's something super fun the pers- so yeah I you're right the person at the end just has to clean a bunch of barf off of I, their lawn we <laughs> have Puerto Rican Christmas it sounds awesome uh Okay, speaking of Christmas, and speaking of, you know, that, that, uh, that, what's the word? Not ritual. You want to go with tradition? Yeah, that's tradition. (laughs) Uh, For Puerto Ricans, I decided to look at, like, to look for any uncommon Christmas traditions around the world that I found interesting. So today, I am just going to highlight a couple of traditions that you may not have heard of. Like, I was reading around, because I was like, the craziest Christmas, um, God, I keep thinking rituals, traditions, and I was like, mm, that's relative, like, it's either they're a little bit judgy on what was crazy, so yeah, I'm not necessarily either crazy, what? Culturally, that, that could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so these aren't crazy, these are just ones that, like, either I've never heard of, or you might never have never heard of. One of them I think we've both heard of, but I just, I feel like it needed repeating. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into it. First, we have the Swedish Yule Goat. Pete, in your research for last week, oh, you know about it already? I found out about the Yule Goat. I didn't do a lot of, like, I read about it and I was like, he doesn't fit into what I'm talking about, so please okay. refresh me. <laughs> well, I'm actually not going to talk that much about the Yule Goat itself so much as what is done in a certain Swedish town to celebrate him. Um, so every year in Sweden, uh, a certain town... Ooh, did I forget the name of the town? Guys, by the way, the Yule Goat is Kanye when he sings a Christmas song. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I should have said LeBron. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been better. Like, that took me a moment. Um, okay, so every year in Sweden, in a town called... So I have it. But I deleted the part that told me how to pronounce it. Good. So That's what we all come here for. Yavye. Let's say Yavye. It's G-A-V-L-E, but I swear the pronunciation was very different. If you're Swedish, sorry, I try. If Every you're Swedish, year, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every year in the Swedish town of Yavye, uh, they start uh, they celebrate the start of the Christmas season by putting up a giant straw statue of a goat then they all wait and sometimes even bet on whether the goat will make it to christmas because every year someone tries to burn it down did you hear this 
No, okay. but I remember seeing one of the straw goats, and it was, like, so well made. Yeah, really well made, and they're fucking huge. Okay, so what's the deal with the goat? So for hundreds of years, people in Northern Europe had big festivals in December called Yule. And it, uh, in this festival was uh, the symbol or this character called the Yule Goat. The Yule Goat was supposed to help deliver presents around Christmas, so sometimes Santa would actually ride a Yule Goat instead of his sleigh. Dominic. Um, what? Dominic, the Swedish <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Yule Goat. <laughs> Uh, and small goats made of straw are actually a pretty popular Christmas decoration uh, in Sweden, even these days. So in 1966, when the town of Javie wanted something fun and Christmassy for their town square, uh, a giant Yule goat made of straw was made. I don't know if the dimensions in front of me, but it's, it's like really fucking big. Uh, maybe like maybe like as big as like. Like, a, let's say a huge-ass Christmas tree that would be in your town square. Um, like a small the chapel. First, the, <laughs> the first Yavier goat actually made it all the way to New Year's Eve before being burned down. But goat statues in other years haven't been so lucky. In the past 50 years, the Yavier Yule goat has been destroyed 35 times. The town has tried lots of different ways to protect their straw goat. They've had guards stationed, security cameras put up, and fences raised, uh, and the goat itself has been sprayed with water and flame-proof chemicals. <laughs> uh, some years the goat even survives the whole holiday season, but most years it doesn't. In 2005, a group dressed as Santa and some gingerbread men fired flaming arrows into the goat. My, The more important point there is, where do you even get arrows that could be set aflame like oh you you uh dip them oh i guess that just seems like you wrap them and dip them have you never seen like a survival movie <laughs> i get oh yeah i'm sorry you know the, the good old wrap and dip anyway yeah. in 2009 hackers disabled the security cameras and were able to sneak in and set the goat on fire uh, and an American tourist, of course, was arrested for burning down the goat in 2001. But he said that he'd been told by his Swedish friends that burning down the goat was okay. He ended up spending two weeks in jail. Why wasn't he like, well, if it's so okay, why don't you do it? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sometimes it's not even fire that gets the goat. In 1976, someone drove a car into the back legs of See, the goat. See, I was expecting and it weather. Collapsed. When you said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, then in 2010, a security guard reported that he'd been offered a bribe by two men who were going to use a helicopter to fly away with the goat in tow. However, the guard turned down the bribe. Uh, so why not just like give up with it? Like give up with this whole goat thing? Uh, well, the town of Yavie is committed. Over the years, they've been urged to stop building the goat, or at least stop using the traditional straw. But they're proud of their Yule goat. It's been in the Guinness Book of World Record for its size, and every year in December, lots of people visit to see the goat and take part in Yule time celebrations. So part of the reason people may... Ooh. I would do that with our Patreon money. What? Go see burn, the Yule Goat? Down a goat up, oh, burn down a, a Swedish I like goat. That. I like that. Uh, part of the reason people may, you know, visit the city is purely to see how long the goat will last. And some suspect that 
the town like secretly likes all this attention and like doesn't mind that the goat gets burned down every year. Uh, and it's worth noting that 2016 was an extra important occasion. It was the 50th anniversary of the first Yule Goat statue. And on the day of November 27th, the statue was unveiled. But by the night, the entire statue was engulfed in flames. <laughs> I gotta say, I mean, sounds dangerous, but I think it's fun. But I don't think they should burn it the day after it's unveiled. I think you should at least burn it like later, closer to Christmas, so people have like something to look out for. Yeah, I would say straw is cheap and blah blah blah, but still, somebody put some time into that, and that time costs money. No. But then I also wonder, if they burn it down that early, do they erect another one? Because I understand if they burn it down like the day before Christmas, like, shit, it's too late. But if they do it so far in advance, I feel like there's still time to just put another no, one. But no, everybody has to suffer for the sins of one. I guess, I guess it's true. <laughs> also, um, I don't know if you read this part, but they put a human in the goat before they burn it, like the wicker man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Uh, this next one is short and sweet, and I feel like I've already talked to you about this one, but I just feel like it's worth repeating in case you somehow have not heard about this. Um, but I want to talk quickly about KFC in Japan. So in Japan, Christmas is not a national holiday because it's estimated just 1% of the population is Christian, according to Smithsonian Magazine. Uh, but its citizens... Still, still generally do celebrate, and they like to celebrate with KFC. Rather than gathering around the table for a turkey dinner, families will often head out to their local Kentucky Fried Chicken, either for a for a for an Eden, you know, Christmas special dining experience, or take the chicken to go. Uh, this tradition began in 1974 after a wildly successful marketing campaign called. I'm going to pronounce it Japanese, but I think I'm going to pronounce it right. If not, I apologize. Kurismasu Niwa Kentucky, or Kentucky for Christmas. During the run-up to Christmas, Colonel Sanders statues outside KFC outlets, uh, Japanese ones only, uh, generally are decked out in Santa gear. And the chicken is always served in festive holiday packaging. Um, to this day, the fast food chain remains very popular around Christmas. Like it's it's basically a a tradition that is still the test of time. Uh, and people generally will order their boxes of chicken months in advance, or do the same for for their um, in restaurant reservations. Uh, or else, if they wait to the last minute, they may have to endure two hour long lines just to get there. Bucket of Christmas chicken. I wish that was part of our tradition. I can't eat KFC, but boy, would I love... I, I gotta say, I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday tied with Halloween, but I do not ever care for what I end up eating. Like, no one... I don't know. Oh, so I want to ask you in a minute what you eat, but um, I will say, like, I don't know what American, like, American... Caucasian or American-born peoples, if they have a tradition for Christmas, but like my Hispanic family, yeah, like you do, right? What? You do, don't you? Do I? Maybe it was Thanksgiving. I remember in an old show you told us uh, 
a traditional like meat related thing oh I, wait what like how we try to be traditional something with pork maybe oh yeah 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 but i was gonna say like yeah that's 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 what we hispanics eat we eat the pernil, which is the roasted pork that has a whole bunch of spices inside of it um and that's like our favorite thing to eat i forgot about that thank you so that's our one traditional thing but other than that like i don't think that we know like is there a thing we're supposed to be eating like thanksgiving it's like all laid out for us but but besides the pernil, we just I don't know, eat a bunch of shit. Like, there's some turkey, but nobody really wants to eat the turkey. Then there's rice and beans, and then there's just, like, random shit. Um, I love the penil, but other than that, like, I don't like anything else. Um, so, is there any traditional, like, meal you eat, Pete? Not saying that you're indicative of all American Caucasian Thank men. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm just curious. Like, I don't. I want to know what a non-Hispanic family I've eats. heard of uh, Christmas ham. Mm. And then in a Christmas Carol, right? It's like, boy, go get the goose. Oh Bring yeah, it yeah. To Bob Bob Cratchits, but I've never Did eaten you say the goose. Boy, cooking the goose. Boy, go get the goose from the meat. Boy, man. go get the. Goose. Yeah, he wakes up, he opens the window, and he gives you boy. Oh okay, <laughs> okay, I like this. I remember the little bunny boy. In the oh, Christmas in the uh, in the Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. Okay, go ahead. Um. But we eat usually lasagna. Oh, okay. I have a feeling that's not what most people eat on Christmas, but I love yeah. that idea. Um, it's usually between two things, but I can't remember what else competes with lasagna. But I think I envisioned people eating, like, people in America eating, like, like you said, either ham or turkey. Like, like a remix of Thanksgiving again. I don't know. Or maybe a goose. But do people eat goose anymore? I no. was in Wegmans yesterday, and they had a half a duck you could get. I don't know how to eat duck except for an Asian food. Like, how does a how do you make a duck? Like roast duck? I don't know. Yeah. It's good, like crispy and Asian food. Otherwise, it's gross and fatty. Um. But yeah, I, I I think I love the idea of fried chicken. Also, uh, oh, I should I should mention since you're on this that a couple of years when my sister lived alone in the good old days, <laughs> um, we would go Ooh. to her house for like Christmas Eve, and usually what we would do is we'd go to church at my sister's and like spend Christmas Eve at my sister's, but then on my sister would come down on Christmas morning and we would spend Christmas Day at Mom's. So when we would go down there, um, yeah, we would pick up KFC on Christmas Eve. And oh, we that's would just, great. Like, we would just like sort of pick at it a little bit. Um, but it doesn't take much. Like one year I remember feeling like absolute garbage and then the next year I remember feeling half like garbage. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we just kind of stopped doing that. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I and I feel like in Japan they generally eat healthier, so I'm surprised like they wouldn't all. Uh, maybe I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say if you only eat it like majorly once a year, does that make you feel even more gross that you never eat that, or are you like I, I only thinking. eat it once a year? Yeah. Yes. I don't know. And Christmas is a time to indulge, I suppose. <laughs> you know, the birth of Jesus makes people. 
Hey, when I lived in Korea, Christmas was just like Valentine's Day, and it was so depressing. It was so depressing because my boyfriend at the time was with his parents and didn't want to tell his mother he was dating a foreigner. And so I just went out on Christmas Day looking at all the couples, and I was like, cool. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) now my current boyfriend. Hey, Uh couple. Cool. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Also, before I move on, I just want to say, Japan. Oh, man, do I love love looking at Japanese Christmas cakes. If you have never seen the beauty that, like, some of them are fantastical and some of them are just, like, so, are just pretty simple, but just so cute. Uh, You should Google Japanese Christmas cakes. And if you're an anime fan, oh, they make the coolest limited edition anime Christmas cakes. Oh, they're just so cool. Like, that's, I wish I could get a Japanese Christmas cake imported to my house, but I cannot. Anyway, my favorite one. This is my last one. Again, I guess this is a kind of short episode, but um, but boy, is this great. <laughs> I'm going to talk about a custom in Catalonia. I titled this section Catalonia Poop Time. That's not what it's called. <laughs> okay, so... I'm going to tell you about the Catalan tradition of, again, if I pronounce this wrong, I I think this is pronounced the way you pronounce Spanish words, but I could be wrong. Guys, Uh, guys, guys, in case you're like me, Catalonia is apparently in Spain. Thank you, then I do know how to pronounce it. (laughs) Because I I didn't know where Catalonia was, didn't look at where it was. Okay. (laughs) Um, So the Catalan tradition of gagatillo, or defecating log. Locals in Catalonia create a character named Dio de Nadal out of a hollowed out log. And they will draw a face on it and give it a little festive hat. And starting at December 8th, when people in Catalonia generally celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, so it's like the start of the Christmas season, uh, People cover their Theo de Nadal with a blanket to keep it warm, and they begin feeding it. So throughout this season, they will feed it little things like fruits, nuts, little sweets, or little like scraps of food. The idea is that in the days right before Christmas, um, kids must be sure to take very good care of Theo de Nadal so that it will poop out presents for them on Christmas mm. Day. <laughs> or at, mm, it was first Christmas Day. Now, for some reason, it's moved to Christmas Eve. But anyway, on Christmas Eve, the entire family will beat Tio de Nadal with sticks <laughs> and while they sing traditional Christmas songs. Uh, the one song that they sing, uh, some of the lyrics translate to, if you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick. And they keep beating the log until it <laughs> excretes all of its treats. Uh, oh, now, that's it, a cute just, rhyme. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is. It will poop out small presents like like candies and little little treats because larger presents are like their own little thing. Like, y- like you're not going to get switch. like a bike. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to get pooped out by the log. Um, obviously. The log isn't alive. Sorry to break it to you. So usually they do this thing where they have like, I guess the old tradition would be that you'd, you'd pray before you do this. 
the prayer isn't as common anymore, but generally the, the children will be asked to leave the room to, like, get their sticks and prepare. And during that time, that's when, like, the parents will swap out whatever's in the in the log with, like, oh, actual... Oh, like the actual poop with, with real gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll swap the poop for the, for the, for the treats. Um, so they also, around this time, will decorate their nativity scenes with small pooping ceramic figurines. Usually they'll have little well-known characters, often like someone from that year's pop culture or news, and these figurines generally will always have their pants around their ankles as they do duty. I don't like the nativity part because it seems weird and flippant to me, but... (laughs) I do like, well, I like the idea of a pooping log. I don't like the idea of beating a cute log with a smile on its face. Um, I might have mentioned previously that my brother used to play mind tricks on me that had more impact than I think he thought they would, where he would tell me inanimate objects had feelings and families. So if I was going to throw out a piece of lettuce, he would be like, wow. That lettuce's child is going to wonder, like, why didn't daddy come home today? And the whole family is going to be crying. So I think I wouldn't wonder that if you ate it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't even remember, like, the context in which my brother would do that. Um, But, yeah, so I think I would think too much. I guess I am an adult, but I, I just I can't be mean to something with a smile on its face. Anyway, but I thought it was very interesting. I've never heard about that in my life. So. I thought this was good. That's the end of it, but I, I want to say, like, I know it's kind of short, I think. Maybe it's not. Uh, but uh, I thought this was fun to share because I think Christmas is going to be very different for many people this year. So if you're like, what the hell do I do Christmas now? I don't have this usual tradition. Maybe you can borrow from another country. Um, I know that me personally. So, oh, excuse me. Uh, usually my whole extended family gets together. And we, are you putting your middle finger at me on purpose? I'm pushing my glasses up my okay. face. He pushes glasses up on his face with his middle finger specifically, and it looked like he was low-key, just like, being like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I was like, I'm not even saying anything weird. <laughs> um, so my whole family, my extended family, usually gets together at my aunt's house, we eat a whole bunch of food, buffet style, uh, and then we dance like until midnight and then we open all our presents at midnight and then <laughs> the Christmas day has no meaning. Um, but this year we can't do that. Obviously um, I am quarantining now so I can see my parents um, and it's just going to be me, my parents, my grandma. And these are all people that have been quarantining the whole time. Um, but we don't know what to do. Like my family's not like a hard, my immediate family is probably the more chill family in my extended family so like we're not gonna like party all night uh, especially not with my grandpa who's like 90 something so I pitched that we all like make a course of the meal and then I pitched that we all like sing Christmas songs together and maybe watch a movie my mother decided we all need to wear matching pajamas like we're all just like making it up as we go along because we've never had an intimate Christmas like this um, Pete, are, are your Christmas? I know that you you have a smaller family, and your your Christmas is usually just you and your immediate family. So, are you able to have the normal Christmas, or are you, do you have to change it? I think it's probably going to be the usual. Okay. Which really isn't anything extravagant or anything like that, but uh, 
But yeah, I think I, I, one thing is that we are going to go to church. So oh. traditionally in, I don't know if it's every uh, Christian faith, but at least in the Catholic faith, if you, uh, the church is quite busy usually on Christmas because mm-hmm. people go, oh yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, my mom's dead set on going to... Uh, Going to church, so we'll see how that works out. But uh, hopefully, it's not insanely crowded or anything stupid like that. But yeah. Does the church have a mask rule? Yes, yes, okay. you have to keep your mask on the whole time. That's good. Uh, okay. If you had to do one of the three things that you talked about, like you had to incorporate it into your Christmas, which one would it be? I, I really love chaos that I'm not directly in. Okay. So, so the I would, yeah, oh man, I would love for someone to call me and be like, yo, the goat is burning and we all run to town square and see the mayhem. The go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm kind well, of into the goat too. I feel like too. <laughs> should have that tradition. I feel like that's perfect for the public square and public square. Yeah. 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 Oh God. Man, I haven't been in, a, in like a controlled, not totally scary, chaotic situation in a long time. And I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, don't like, don't like, you know, I don't mean like riots. I don't mean like people getting hurt. I mean like, just like a goat on fire that's not going to kill anyone. <laughs> like, or like, I don't know. Just, I, I, I like, I like slightly controlled chaos. Anyway, how about you, Pete? I think I like the goat too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I, I think. I would be. I would go in the order that you mentioned them. What do you mean? I had to. Goat, KFC, beating a log of poop. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Beating a log. (laughs) Yeah, that a log of poop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the log would be fun if I was a kid, but as an adult, like just having my parents put candy in a log, and I know that the log isn't alive, and like. I could buy my own candy. That's not as exciting. But also, I can't eat gluten, so KFC is not as exciting. Um, oh, man, Pete, for a minute there, me and my boyfriend found this place that has gluten-free fried chicken, a whole half a chicken, and every single week we were ordering a, glu- a half of fried chicken, and that was really yeah. <laughs> that was really making, making a change in my body. <laughs> Anyway, I'll just leave it at that. It's a lot if you eat that much. I mean, I know it's only once a week, but that's more than anyone should yeah. eat fried chicken. <sighs> what? what? <laughs> Did you get to, get to Wikipedia about the, the log? I didn't, because sometimes I just doubt Wikipedia. I think I have A song is sung during this celebration. This is the English translation. Shit log. Shit nougats, hazelnuts, <laughs> and mato cheese. If you don't shit well, I'll hit you with a stick. Shit log. <laughs> okay, that's similar to what I said. I didn't know about the specifics. Oh, man, I love nougat. I would fucking love the log if I knew specifically that my parents were going to fill it with nougat. Uh, oh, I think it was Christmas vacation specifically. When I knew I was going to see my boyfriend, and I was in Korea... So I had, like, no one to spend Christmas with me. I bought a whole, um, like, an entire, like, 
A rod is not, no, bar. It's like a really <laughs> large bar of nougat. But maybe it was like one, like maybe like two and a half, three feet long of nougat. And I just ate it all. And then I slept for days. <laughs> I mean, I woke up, but I was just like sleeping like 16 hours. Because I can't eat that much sugar. Anyway, that was good fucking nougat. Oh, God, I love nougat. Have you ever had nougat by itself? Like, not in the no. Three Musketeers bar? So there's, like, nougat that's... God, what is happening, Philly? People are out having a great time because it's not, like, 30 degrees. <laughs> oh, fuck, I hate them. Um, <laughs> there is nougat that's, like, fancier than Three Musketeers nougat uh, that they sell, like, just by itself, no chocolate on top. You know what? I'm going to just light Philly on fire today. I'm done. Philly's going to be my Yule goat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, if you have your own Christmas traditions that are maybe a little bit uncommon, call us at 570-POD-1-1. Plugs. Do you have plugs? I, I do have a plug. Um, I wanted to plug. I just... So... <laughs> There's a show that I've been looking to watch for quite some time, and uh, there was a show called Manhunt Unabomber on Netflix a few years ago, and then they were going to make a season two, and I was like, oh, a season two, that sounds like it's going to be fun. And then Spectrum TV bought it, and they showed it on their Spectrum original channel, which you couldn't get if you weren't a Spectrum customer. (laughs) What is Spectrum? Uh, Cable company. Oh, okay. And then... They sort of like like it fit, it's played, and then I was like, oh, it'll end up on Netflix like in a month, and then it didn't, and then it showed up oh. on CBS, oh. and then it was and CBS was showing like three episodes on Friday nights, <laughs> what? Like burning the series off for some reason, and then I was like, I will do a CBS All Access trial so that I can watch it, and then it was not on CBS All Access. What? And then today I hopped into Netflix and it was there. So, uh, Manhunt, Deadly Games, it's about Richard Jewell and the Olympic bombing of, I think, 96. Oh, that must have been what my parents were talking about. I never knew the name of anything. They were like, a few days ago, no, a while ago, they watched a Richard Jewell movie. They are like, this is fine. Then they are like, oh, there's this new show on Netflix. So much cooler. But, like, they didn't tell me the title. There was no context. And I was like, okay. So I ignored them. But now this is interesting. And the star of the show who plays... Richard Jewell played Ed Kemper in the series that was on Netflix that was about um, studying serial killers. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like Mind was in the the name, but it couldn't have been Mind Hunters. That just sounds weird. Mind Hunters is a show, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, I think it's Mind Hunters. Why? I feel Maybe. like Mind Hunters is a show, but I don't understand why that would be the title. <laughs> anyway. Mind Hunter, singular. That was the show. Oh, okay. The guy who played, he played Ed Kemper, who was uh, a serial killer. Uh, he played him in that show, and he played him so well. And he does just as well playing Richard Jewell. So I would suggest checking that out. But if you are not into, like, crime and scary stuff, like, you know, like, realistic scary stuff, then maybe don't check it out. Um, not a Christmas plug at all. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, while I was reading my serial killer book from last podcast on the left, my mother asked me why I... Most of my time in quarantine is hearing podcasts about serial killers and watching true crime stuff, which I feel like is so cliche, because for some reason I feel like every woman is into true crime right now, which makes me want to like it less, but it's just so good. And my mother's like, 
Why are you into that? And I tried to articulate it. I just don't know. It's just, I don't know. But yeah, maybe I'll watch that because I need a new, like, like creepy thing. Uh, but I am just going to plug a fruitcake, just any fruitcake. I miss fruitcake. Uh, it's not gluten-free. I haven't had fruitcake in a very long time. I was about to buy a paleo fruitcake I saw on the internet, and then I heard that it, they said it tasted disgusting. Uh, so. I was going to send you a keto one. Oh my god. Where is that? That was on Amazon. Uh, they had a keto one, but what was it? Oh, if it didn't have gluten, then it had sugar. And if it didn't have sugar, then it had gluten. So Wait, I couldn't really? find... Because keto is low-carb, so it doesn't have a lot of sugar. And I thought keto was always gluten-free. That's interesting. Do you have a link? I want to see it. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> but later, show me. Okay. Uh, yeah, th- that is true, though. It usually um, has one or the other. My life is hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you are, I know fruitcake is the butt of many jokes. If you've never had fruitcake before, give it a chance. Try it. It's fucking delicious. If you have, when you were younger, give it another chance. Maybe your taste buds have changed. If you have recently and you're like, that's gross, either you had a bad fruitcake or you don't know what good things are. So my plug is just fruitcake. (laughs) It seems very traditional. Based on my episode last week and what Marissa was talking about this week, the idea of like fruit and nuts going into a fruit cake sounds like something that makes sense. But uh, yeah, I don't get it. Well, I would say I don't like nuts and cake. Sometimes I will take the nuts out of the fruit cake. What is delicious? Have you had fruit cake, Pete? Not that I know of. I mean, do you like? I you have. Like... See, it's not like real cherries unless you're getting like a healthy one. They right. put like. The green and red, like, sugared cherries. Like, all the fruit is, like, sugared. So it tastes like candy fruit. So right. it's just like a spice cake with candy fruit in it. The nuts, I don't care. I don't care that they exist or don't exist in there. But it's just, like, it's so yummy to eat candied fruit, really. Um, and the cake is really moist. And sometimes they put liquor in it, which is delicious. Um, anyway. When I did a sandwich portrait, uh... And I used fruitcake as the bread. I had. I remember cake. that. What was in the middle, though? I don't know. Ham. <laughs> That's gross. Okay. <laughs> um, so, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, Wee! Give us a call at 570-POD-WOD-1. If you saw oh, last oh. week, we used, we used somebody's um, icebreaker. So, we're happy to take icebreaker ideas. Um, and... You can also text that number if you're an introvert. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't even think about that. Or a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> or a gen or a gen z um i've heard people call them zoomers which makes me want to commit suicide well you know marissa they're getting all their schooling on zoom am i right <laughs> oh, 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 oh. see i didn't yeah Is please rate and review us as well <laughs> yeah please review us um thank you heather for the five-star rating i watched her do it <laughs> oh did she write anything no did she do it under duress? Like, does this count? I did not. Like, she did it in front of me, but not because I made her do it. <laughs> oh, like, I forgot I never... That's right. I wanted to rate your podcast. <laughs> oh, also, I forgot I didn't tell you about the award ceremony at my job, but I will save that for next episode. Woo! Did I tell you about the awards I won? No, you told us about the uh, ceremony coming up and how oh. you were prepared. 
air quote well, prepared for it. I'll tell you about that <laughs> next time. It was weird. Uh, anyway, thanks, guys. Happy lead up to Christmas. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, hi. Hi.